Thank you, Kelly Robinson. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to our program. So glad to have you tuned. Hope you'll uh, stay with us all the way up until almost noon today. This is a, a regular live Saturday program, live on the weekend. Such a deal. And uh, I am flattered that you would tune us in. So, as Kelly mentioned, the phone number, 888-256-1080. 888-256-1080 for this first weekend of June. Happy June! Where did the first five months of this year go? Oh my goodness. But uh, we're settling into a, a summertime ahead, and let's talk about that. Let's talk about your trees, your shrubs, your uh, vegetable garden, your uh, annual and perennial flowers, your house plants, whatever it is you'd like to talk about. If it's urban horticulture, that's what I'm here for every Saturday at this time for the last 35 years. So give us a call. Uh, we have uh, Jared Taylor running the boards and answering the phones right now. He's in the other studio down the hall, just a distance, 888-256-1080. Call right now, 888-256-1080. I'll uh, intersperse with some things you need to be doing at this time of year, if you would like. But we do have uh, we do have a call already waiting, and hopefully we'll have a couple of three more. We have four lines available. I'd love to see them filled right now. It's been a tumultuous week, a wonderful week, but a tumultuous week, starting out with Memorial Day, and we spent a lot of time working at our house because our grandson and his beautiful bride, uh, uh, Alex and Sophie, were married Thursday evening. They had a chance to uh, to nail down a, a, a uh, nature uh, reserve and a, just a great building, a shelter house. It's a, just nice enough to live in, beautiful home-type building in East Plano uh, for their uh, wedding. And uh, it was available on Thursday night, so they grabbed it clear back in January, and they've, they've been planning it ever since. And it was a beautiful wedding, beautiful night, beautiful wedding. And we had family in town yesterday, and yeah, you bet we stayed up way too late for three nights in a row. And so I'm exhausted and, and vertigo and dizzy and, oh, gosh, but living in the afterglow, having a good time. Wonderful, two wonderful uh, young people. And uh, I think, you know, you always hope, but it sure seems to me that they are in, intended for one another. So congratulations to them. Uh, in the meanwhile, I need to do a lawn and garden program, 888-256-1080. Let me get my first break out of the way, and then we'll plunge right into uh, the call from Gene from Amarillo, and hopefully your call as well. Simple as that. My first uh, break is for my book, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. It has been selling really well this spring. I put it on sale because I wanted to pass on uh, good fortune and the fact that I know it's a tough time for a lot of people economically, so I decided to put the book on at a sale price that I've never done before. It's actually lagging behind by one printing. I got a pretty significant uh, price rise when uh, when they, they told me the price for the sixth printing of the book. And uh, I'm selling it to you at the price of the fifth printing. And I'm absorbing that, that price difference. $36.95 is the, is the cost of my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. And $36.95 is... is not much to pay for a book with 344 pages, a hardback printed on high-quality paper, and with 840 of my photographs. And this is not just some 
quick novel that I threw together overnight. This took a year of my life, and these were 12 to 14-hour days, six and seven days a week. Every day I knew what I needed to do, and I sat down and wrote this book. It covers, uh, well, chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter two is the 48-page calendar of everything you need to do in your landscape and garden. Now we've moved into June. It tells you everything that needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and sprayed in June. Things you need to watch out for that crop up in June that you've never seen before this year. And uh, then chapters three through 11 are very detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. Everything I've learned in my life, I put in this book. It took a year to do it, but a lifetime to learn it. I did it not through a publishing house, but I self-published it. So Carolyn Skye could be my editor and Cindy Smith, the graphic designer. I chose not to put it in stores and not to put it on Amazon because they would have run the price up by 20 more dollars. So I'm selling it basically at a bare-bones cost. You buy it directly from me, and I ship it directly to you. Simple as that. And I guarantee your satisfaction, or I will refund every penny you invest in it. Satisfaction guaranteed. I'll sign every copy as it sells. I'll be signing tomorrow night and Monday. I'm totally caught up now on on signing and mailing, getting ready for the, the wedding. Put me behind just a little bit, but I'm caught up now. They're all in the mail. If you haven't gotten it, it's on its way. So here are the ways you can order. Call my office Monday through Friday or order from my website. The office phone number is 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order it right now from my website, and that is neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, the book with the Adirondack chairs, not the cowboy boots. There's a lot of talk these days about Made in America, but I want to tell you about something that's been made in America for 90 years. And that's Mueller. Mueller Metal Roofing. Mueller Steel Buildings. Made right here by people who care about quality of both materials and workmanship. Whether it's a metal roof for your home or a custom steel building, Maybe even a shed or a greenhouse for the backyard. Mueller means quality. Mueller has four manufacturing facilities right here in the USA. That's made in America. And with 33 branches for sales and service, there's a Mueller location near you. When you choose Mueller for metal buildings or roofing, you're choosing the best quality products to protect your family and your property. And you're supporting local jobs and local families. These are ordinary, hardworking people who are proud to provide a product that's made right here in America. Uh, if you have a company that's been making a product or performing a service for more than 90 years, you're doing something right. Visit MuellerInc.com or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER, the number 2, 877-268-3553. M-U-E-L-L-E-R. They're Mueller. They're made in America. And they are made to last. It's Mueller, Inc., Dot com. I'll have more after this message. Thank you, Kelly. All right, folks, let's fill the lines up, would you please? This is a time when I can help you the most before we get into serious, serious problems of things being eaten up or, or diseased up. 
this is the time to call. And uh, don't call me in, in July and say, Neil, my plants died. Let's prevent those things or let's get them early in the stage right now. Or if you're looking for a plant that can handle the heat, that stand up to the heat, this is the time to call, not after something cooks. 888-256-1080. Gene is in Amarillo. He called early this morning. Gene, good morning. Thanks for calling. How can I help you? Good morning from the rice paddies of Amarillo. <laughs> oh, I'll bet. You've had some rain? Uh, I, I think I've had between 15 and 16 inches, which is basically our rainfall. <laughs> Are you so, serious? Oh, my goodness yeah, gracious. Wow. wow. That's great. It's so nice and cool. Say, yes. Uh, my spurge has come back with a vengeance with all this water. Uh, for me, just to uh, keep spraying with the with the original uh, image, is that all that you, anything else that I need to do with that? Now, you have spurge or you have nutsedge? Oh, nut, nut, I have nutsedge. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, you you probably got rid of a lot of it with the the original, the first springs of nuts yeah. of uh, image last. When yeah. did you do it last year? Last year, yes. Yeah, it. This is one of those things of a disappearing line into infinity. It never completely disappears. You have to kind of let your brain warp on this one. Um, you'll always okay. have some nuts edge, and you you finally hope that you have almost all of it out of there so yes you'll need to treat again i've had to treat uh, a couple of areas a second year uh, let me explain so, to people what we're talking about image is a product okay. that was developed about 30 years ago for control of nutsedge actually it was developed for another project but they found that it worked well on nutsedge and uh, you apply it twice um uh, 30 days apart, and both of those applications are supposed to come between May 15 and September 15, which means, of course, the May 15, you can start then, but to get the September 15th second application in, you have to make the first one by August 15. So those are your working dates. And you put it on with a sprinkling can or with a hose-in sprayer, whatever it is, and the, the operative, the most important thing is if you buy a bottle that says put this on a 1,000 square feet, you put all of that bottle on 1,000 square feet, and then you water the dickens out of it. Maybe not 16 inches of rain, but you water the dickens out of it because it goes into the soil and comes up through the roots. This is the original image for nutsedge control. There are other products that have the name image on them now because it was a successful product and the, and the company decided to broaden what they sell, but, but you asked for the original image for nutsedge control. Yeah, and you'll need to treat again this year so you can start as soon as the soil is a little bit drier than 16 inches of rain. Right, okay. Well, I was, my next question was, um, the, it's a little bit taller than my Bermuda right now. Can I go ahead and mow and then uh, by that time it'll be a little drier and then then just go ahead and spray like you're yes. saying, and then, uh, then uh, pray for more rain. <laughs> yeah, well, you'd you'd want to water it in right away. How long has it been since you had one of the the real deluges? Just really recently? Uh, about a day. Yeah, I'm sorry. We had I was, an inch. We had an inch yesterday, I guess. Yeah, I I you could go ahead and mow, and and as soon as you can mow yeah. without leaving tracks. Uh, I'm kind of vague on the weather of the last several days because of all the family things, but. Yeah, I'd wait until it's a little bit drier. You don't want it dry okay. when you put image on, but you want it dry enough that when you put water on it, it's going to go into the ground and not just run in. off. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. going to have to dry for a while then. Okay. Yeah. Appreciate you. Well, I'm so Bye-bye. glad you're getting rain finally. You suffered for about, what, another 125 years back without any rain. So At, at, at least that. <laughs> yes.
Thanks for the call. Have a great day. Take care. Boy, I'll tell you, when it rains, it rains. That's amazing. All right. We need some calls, folks. Give them a call now. People are out doing things. I know it's a busy time. Everybody's out of school now, finally. And so, anyway, phone number, 888-256-1080. 888-256-1080. That is one of the things that I wanted to tell you about, the importance of getting image started now if you uh, are interested in, in trying to control nutsedge or nutgrass, you may call it. You can always tell if you have nutgrass, nutsedge, because true grasses have round stems. If you uh, pull up one of the plants uh, and roll it between your index finger and your thumb, the stem of it, if it's triangular, that's a sedge, that's nut sedge. If it is round, then you have a grass, a weed grass, and image will not control it. So that's uh, something to remember. Uh, This is also a very important time if you have crabgrass and grass burrs, and if you made your first uh, application for pre-emergent weed control of those, uh, those come up from seeds each year. And back in March, you remember we talked about the importance of putting out a pre-emergent before they germinate to keep crabgrass and grasspers from sprouting. If you made that first treatment, it is now officially time for your booster shot, for your second treatment. And the products that you can use, uh, it doesn't matter what you use the first time, uh, it doesn't have to be the same thing. You would use either Dimension or Halts or Baylan. Those are the three that are most commonly available. Dimension, Halts, or Baylan. And those will prevent the germination of crabgrass and grass burrs. But once they're up and growing, it's too late. And that's the reason I say if you uh, if you blew it and didn't uh, put anything out in March, the, there's no point in putting one out now because you've already missed the missed the boat on it so i get one of those three materials out immediately they're going to be hard to find Uh, a lot of places kind of cancel their sales of them once the big rush of spring is over and they don't restock so you need to uh, you need to make sure that you uh, can find it call ahead i wouldn't just drive up and expect to find it at the same place that you bought it in the spring Uh, some of the the better nurseries uh, well nurseries will likely have them some of the better hardware stores uh, will likely have it or they can order it in for you in two or three days you have a little bit of leeway but not much maybe as much as a week but not much more than that all right so that's uh, a very important thing to get done right away we can talk about some of the tomato diseases insects lawn problems going on i'll save that for just a moment but uh, in the meanwhile if you'd like to call i'd love to hear from you it's toll free anywhere you can hear me and that would include uh, alpine and the big bend country it would include amarillo as you just heard and uh, all of the big country through uh, uh, west central texas my hometown of bryan college station and victoria corpus christi uh, corsicana madisonville then up along the Red River, several stations carry the program. So a big Broadway, about 30 different stations that carry this program. Give me a call right now. It's toll-free anywhere you can hear me, and we are live. It's a little after 11, 11.23 or so. 888-256-1080 for the Texas Lawn and Garden Hour. 888-256-1080. Don't beat around the bush when it comes to fertilizing your trees and shrubs this year. They need at least two feedings a year, one in the fall, one in spring or late spring. This is a great time to apply your Fertilome tree and shrub food. 
Fertilome Tree and Shrub Food contains a 19.8.10 analysis. 19.8.10 and five minor elements, five micronutrients. That unique formulation creates a penetrating action that does the rest of the work for you by moving the fertilizer down from the drip line into the feeder roots. Now, that's an important message. The drip line is out around the perimeter of the, of the branches. You think of the tree as an umbrella. It's where the rain would fall off the umbrella, and that's the drip line of the tree. That's where most of the fertilizer needs to go. That means you don't have to dig holes, and that's good news. The tree and shrub food from Fertilome is formulated for all types of trees, all types of shrubs, including shade trees, fruit trees, uh, nut trees, evergreens, even citrus and tropical trees for those of you in South Texas. One of the greatest things about the makers of Fertilome is that they are dedicated to supporting local retailers, local independent retailers. All of their products, including tree and shrub food, can only be found in independently owned garden centers and uh, retail nurseries and hardware stores and feed stores. To find your closest Fertilome dealer, go to Fertilome.com and click on Find a Dealer. It's F-E-R-T-I-L-O-M-E dot com. Packaged in the green bag, it's Fertilome Tree and Shrub Food. It gets your trees and shrubs growing in great way the rest of this summer. I'll have more after this message. All right, Kelly, thank you very much. We go back to the phone lines to Kenneth and Brian. Kenneth, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Neil, I've got a uh, pecan orchard, uh, mature pecan orchard, 60 years old, trees, and I've got bahia grass amongst all of the trees, and I need to spray and kill that bahia grass. Just curious what we can use that won't harm the pecan trees. I I think you're cleared to use... uh, the glyphosate's original roundup and uh without any any problem you would want to keep it off the trunks uh if there are any gouges or anything but uh, as long as it's bark i don't think there's any problem at all you want a glyphosate only herbicide no uh, other active ingredients mixed with it check the check the label check the label i i have never heard of any uh, restrictions uh, from what I've just uh, given you, but I would always be dealing with a, a huge crop. I, I don't want that liability, but but I'm sure I, I've used it around my pecans. I don't have a commercial orchard; I have just a landscape. But um, the the joys of the glyphosates, uh, like the original Roundup, is that they are not active in the soil. They are contact only on on controlling grasses, and they are so effective without doing anything to contaminate the soil. Excellent. Okay, well, thank you so much. You are welcome. I think you'll have very good results. Appreciate your call very much. All right, let me go back to another call and uh, get something off my call screen there. We have Jody in College Station. Jody, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. I'm a new gardener. I want to put that out there. Um, and I have moved into a house with a lot of beds. And in three different beds, I've planted edamame because my family loves it. One of the beds has had um, all of the edamame in that bed. The leaves have been completely eaten away. The stems are still there and the stems look healthy, but there's not a leaf left on any of those edamame. And I want to know what how to fight it before they find the rest of my beds. 
I'm going to be very honest and tell you I have never had, I love edamame when we go out. Uh, it's a soybean. I don't know if it's yes. anything special out of the soybean category. I'm sure it is. But I have never tried it in a home garden. I don't know if the first thing about what would attack it. I'll be glad yeah. to do the research for you and see what, what I can find. But I don't see anything written about it uh, as a as a home crop. As expensive as it is when you buy it in a restaurant, I'd love to be able to grow my own. But I kind of feel like it may need a, a cooler climate, you know, more of a Midwestern climate than what we have here. I may be completely wrong. Well, I went to um, a, a Texas A&M Extension Service Good. speaker, and he locally grew edamame. It was the only reason that I had thought to try it because, you know, being new, I just wanted to try things that I knew grow, grew around here. But he had quite a bit of success. Good. Um, so it's supposed to grow around here, but, um, but yes. I will. Uh, do you take my electronic newsletter, eGardens? I do not, but I'll be happy to sign up for it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will have an ad for it at, in the last break uh, today, but you can sign up for okay. it on my website at neilsperry.com. I'll, I'll preview that much. That's easy enough to, to tell you. And it is free, so I'm not making anything by sending you there. It's, but I will put that in my q and I'll, I'll list this as a question, and I will put your name with it, your first name. And I will answer it there just as if it had been emailed in. This is a way I can get you an answer and, and have an identified place for you to look for it uh, this next uh, this next Thursday evening. I'll have that answer okay. for you, and I'll do the research for you as to what it would take. I'm surprised, as, as popular as it is, that I haven't been asked. And I'm surprised that I haven't looked before. But anyway. Would you I, like me to... to would you like me to email you pictures of like a, a halfway decent healthy plant and then one that's been completely stripped? Would that uh, help at all? That would be very okay. helpful. I'm going to let Jared put you back on hold. I think he has the contact information of how to do it. Uh, what is posted on the uh, uh, on the page has already filled for this week. The, the, we have to put a meter on it to shut it down because I get uh, 100 to 200 mm-hmm. questions a week and I can't do that many. So. Anyway, but uh, Jared can give you a, a direct line where you could send Thank the photos, you. and I would love to have those. That will be very helpful. Good deal. I'll get you the answer. I promise. All right. All right, let's see where we are. Let me get myself back on track time-wise now. We're in good shape. Let's uh, yeah, got too many screens going on here. Uh, let's go to a Mark in Brenham. Mark, this is Neil. Good morning. Hello, Mark. All right. Mark, you're listening on the radio. I'll tell you what. Mark, can you hear me all right? Jared, please, please, please. Let's put him back on hold until we can establish contact with Earth. And uh, I'll go ahead and take a break, and we'll see if we if Mark is still there or not. And I'm sure of that. Thank you. And uh, I'll talk to you off, uh, off mic here in a moment. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my book, and uh, this, I think, could be the only gardening reference that you will need for the state of Texas, not for edamame. <laughs> Obviously not, but I think it covers every other topic you could possibly want. I tried very, very hard to make it as thorough and complete as possible. 
You know, it's kind of hard when you have a book that is called The Complete Guide to Texas Gardening, but then I also ask your indulgence because that was written 40 years ago, and uh, I've had the blessing of a long career, and I I went to my attorney who helped me do the the work with the publishing house to get that uh, the contract on that, and I said, can I do a book on my own? I don't want to go back with that publisher since they have sold and he said, uh, yeah, you own the copyright. Just, uh, I would advise you, he said, uh, don't, don't use that title. Make it look different. And I said, I'll make it completely different. So I chose different, uh, different editor. I had one I really wanted to use, Carolyn Skye, different graphic designer, Cindy Smith, because I'd worked with both of them a long time. And the title, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. We put a, a cover together from my landscape, Adirondack chairs, in our landscape, as opposed to the old cowboy boots on the first books. And uh, that's where this came from, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. It's a very different layout with a whole lot more information, a huge amount more information. All that the old publishers wanted on this book and other books I had written was cut, 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 take pictures out, take pages out, cheapen the books. And that's why I wanted to self-publish this one. I thought, you know, I can put everything I want in the book, but by not going through a publisher, not going through a distributor, not putting it in stores, I can offer it to the public at a much lower price and be fair to myself for the work I put into it, but keep it really affordable for my readers. And that's where Lone Star Gardening sits right now. If this had gone through a publishing house, it'd be a $55, $60 book. It's a hardback. It's on high-quality paper. It was printed in Texas, and at least to me, that mattered. I didn't want it to say, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening printed in China. That just really wrangled me. And so, and that's what they wanted to do, these other publishers. But with this, it was printed in San Antonio, the birthplace of our state. So go there. <laughs> There's where we go. So... Well, it's kind of the birthplace of our state. I was born in San Antonio, and the Alamo's right there, so there you are. Anyway, to my point, it has every part of gardening described for every county in Texas. And if you're not happy with it, I'll buy it back from you at absolutely to the penny full price. No questions asked. 79,000 copies sold, and I have not been asked to refund on any one of them. Here's how you buy it since it's not in stores, not on Amazon. You go to my website, you look at it, you say, yeah, that's what I want, and you order it, or you call my office. Those are your two ways. If you just want to call directly to the office, it's open Monday through Friday, normal business hours, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. Now, the better way is to order it directly at the website right now, neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. More after these messages. Thank you, Kelly, very much. Yeah, we do not have Mark. Uh, he drove through what appeared to be a de- dead zone in his cell phone. So uh, I think maybe I can help him with this question. I'll try. I have enough of the uh, notes on it that I can give it a shot. Um, if you'd like to call, this is a good time to call, 888-256-1080. Call right now, won't you please, 888-256-1080 for the Texas Lawn and Garden Hour. Anywhere you can hear me, you can call me toll free. 
Mark's uh, question that I saw on my call screen just said uh, how to move a or moving a damaged crepe myrtle. Um, and and when I think of that, I'm thinking halfway across the state of Texas or most of the way across. He's in, in Brenham. I assume that's where the crepe myrtle is. I'm uh, in the McKinney area where we have the world collection of crepe myrtles and uh, known as America's Crepe Myrtle City uh, as designated by the U.S. Congress and where I have been actively involved with crepe myrtles for 20, well, we've lived uh, in McKinney for 46 years for all of that time, but with the Crepe Myrtle Trails Foundation for um, 22 years, 23 years now. And uh, we have observed winter damage on crepe myrtles three or four of those years. And so I have some experience of moving crepe myrtles and even damaged crepe myrtles. First thing you need to do is know that, that the best time to move crepe myrtles is winter while they're dormant. The worst time is going into the summer or during the summer while they're needing every root they can possibly have to keep them through the heat. So if you can possibly wait and not do it now in early June, that would certainly be to the benefit of the crepe myrtle. Uh, you want to trim away all the dead wood, the damaged wood anyway, because it's of no value, and retrain the, the plant into a, a tree form. And uh, if you can do that and, and let it be growing uh, this year to reestablish itself and then root prune it in September so that you cut the the biggest roots and let new roots start developing within the soil ball where you'll actually be digging it and moving it in the winter. That would be ideal. If you have to move it now because the highway is coming through and you need to save the plant, whatever, uh, go ahead and dig it. I, I really hope you don't have to do this, but go ahead and dig it and get it in its new location as quickly as you can. Uh, if you're going to have to uh, well, first of all, you're going to have to do a lot of trimming. You'll need to remove at least 70 or 80% of the top growth of it if it has good top growth clear to the top of the plant. You'll have to thin it a lot and remove probably some healthy, vigorous wood if you're going to do it. Do this move in the in the summertime and just keep it moist and hope for the best. There's no plant that will survive that kind of abusive transplant, which it really is, unfortunately, better than a crepe myrtle will, but it's still going to hurt it really badly. Better to wait for winter if you can. All right, let's see where I am time-wise. Let's go to Melanie and Brian. Melanie, this is Neil. Good morning. Morning, Neil. Hi. Uh, our neighbor's truck backed up and... and uh, uh, he didn't have an emergency blanket. It rolled down the driveway and jumped the curb and ran into our yopon. It's an older yopon bush and kind of cracked some of the main trunk at the at the base. And my husband was real upset because it's an old, uh, real old yopon. He wondered if he could wrap. It's not totally broken off, but it's cracked down there. He wondered if he could wrap it and see if it would maybe grow back together. I mean, it's got a lot of trailing branches, uh, but one main trunk there is cracked where that truck ran into it. Well, let me, uh, wrapping isn't going to work. Uh, if it's merely a crack and not split, uh, it, it, was it still standing vertically uh, after all this happened, or did, did uh, it, it is. lean over? It is. 
it, it's standing vertically? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. All right. If you can kind of move. You can sort of move it, but it's still standing okay. vertically. All right. If it's uh, and and it will tell you within two or three weeks of warm weather whether it's going to make it or not in terms of okay. keeping keeping the leaves on the the more damaged of the two halves, but the way to get a, a plant to grow back together is not to wrap it, but indeed to drill straight through it and put an all thread rod through it, right at the point of uh, uh, the the damage. Um, how big Some is the trunk at rod. that point? Yeah, okay. how big is the trunk at that point? What would you say? Three. Yeah, about an inch. Uh, oh, just one inch in diameter? I'd say about two inches. Yeah, two, two inches, inches down at the base. Well, he's, he'll need to do maybe a couple of, of uh, uh, drill holes. It'll take a long bit to get through, a two, two inch, three inch bit. But he'll need to drill all the way through at right angles to the crack. One one on top of the other may be separated by several inches, and he may he may have to put some kind of a cable between the the tops of the tree, so it can think of it as a wishbone off a turkey, and and mm-hmm. you need to have something to keep it from being able to pull apart. It's so hard to describe how to do this without seeing the damage, right? Um, but right. Uh, and and it will take it years to grow back together, and it may never be a perfectly solid heel. The sooner it can get done, the the better it will be because it won't have a chance to dry out. It, it will dry out in a day or two. So it needs to be pulled together tightly uh, up above, and then the drill hole goes through at right angles to the injury, and all thread rod goes through uh, from one side to the other. Then you cut it to length, and you put, uh, you put taps on it, nuts on it with a washer on e- each end and tighten it down nice and tight, and that holds it snugly together. You do that a couple of times going up the the trunk, and uh, that's the best way to to hold it. And you're probably going to need, because of the weight of a yopon, especially if it gets any ice on it, you're going to need something up above as a a very tiny guy wire uh, to hold it together. Or maybe just take some soft rope if there is ever an ice storm or something and, and tie it together. I don't know. The other mm-hmm. option, I'm going to take a completely different turn on this now. If it does die back because it's so injured, there will be vigorous new shoot growth from the roots because the roots are going to be fine, and it will grow back and make a lovely plant much faster than it would have if you started with a small new plant. And okay. and, and that part, it may not have the big 3-inch trunk or 2-inch trunk as fast, but it'll make you a very lovely plant in a couple of years okay. or three years. So there's hope. It That's just may good. not be exactly the same look that it had before, but it'll still be a lovely right. plant. Right. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry it happened. Good luck with it. Thank you, Neil. You're welcome. Have a good day in spite of it. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Let me tell you about Neil Sperry's eGardens. I talked about it earlier. The way you sign up for it is my free electronic newsletter. It comes from my computer to your email on Thursdays at 6 p.m. I spend about a day and a half and, and some weeks, two days a week, working on eGardens. It is, has become a labor of love for me. Uh, one of the stories that we have in eGardens each week is uh, is a featured plant of the week, something that is either very colorful or very tasty or that needs to be planted then. 
you know, for example, a featured plant of the week might be in, in, in October, it might be daffodils. And you say, well, they're not in bloom then. No, but you need to get them planted then or bought then or whatever. But it's something that's very timely for that weekend. Another of the things that is always in e-gardens is gardening this weekend, where the, the important things to do that weekend are listed. To over 15 things that are most timely for that weekend. I started the program today with the two or three things that are most timely for right now. That's what we put in eGardens. Another of the uh, features in eGardens is the Q&A, where I answer questions that people have sent to eGardens, and plus the one, for example, on edamame that came into the program earlier today. So those are three. This week we have a guest writer, and that's uh, uh, our good friend of many, many years, Diane Sitton, has written a wonderful story on a home garden tour in Tyler that she attended in some beautiful backyards. Oh, my goodness. You're going to love that story. All of this is free to you, and you'll enjoy eGardens, like an old-fashioned garden section written just for Texas. You can find it at neilsperry.com. That's where you sign up for it. You click on the eGardens tab, you'll see the most recent issue, but you'll also see the the way to sign up so that you will never miss another eGardens. We have about 80,000 subscribers, and we have one of the highest opening rates of any electronic newsletter. We'd like to have you there, too. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. At Mueller, they believe in value. Imagine that. Somebody believes in value in this day and age. Thank heavens for Mueller. Their value plus buildings are pre-engineered, and they feature an easy-to-assemble, bolt-together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail-resistant, and they come backed by a 30-year limited paint warranty. But true value never stops at just a quality product at a reasonable price. It shows in the service you receive during your purchase and in how a company stands behind their product after the sale. Mueller understands that buying a steel building or a metal roof for your home can be a lifetime decision. And Mueller will provide assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. At Mueller, you simply get more. You get more for your money. You get more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. Call Mueller at 877-2-MUELLER, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That's 877-268-3553. Or visit them online at MuellerInc.com. That's because Mueller means more. Mueller means value. I'll have more after this message. All right, Kelly, thank you very much. Appreciate that every week. Just a little after 11 until just a little before 12. And what'd you find out, Jared? Nobody. We ain't got nobody. Mark uh, called back about his crepe myrtles and then lost the signal again. He must be driving through the hills of Washington County. I have the hills of Collin County. We bought uh, a... uh, well-known phone company's 5G service because it suddenly was available to us. It's down to about half a G now. <laughs> it's the trees leafed out, or so we have decided. Ugh. It is tough to uh, it is tough to live in modern society and not be a modern uh, uh, electronics uh, availability person. Um, anyway, Mark uh, refined his question about moving his crepe myrtles. They got hit by a truck and were damaged. It's the very same thing. 
uh, as the uh, lady who's Yopon Holly, whose husband's Yopon Holly, was damaged by a pickup truck. Uh, they'll come back. Uh, they'll come back even faster than the Yopon will. It's just a matter of retraining them. Tell you what, Mark, if you go, if you don't have to move them, leave them there. But if you go to crepemyrtletrails.org, C-R-A-P-E, crepemyrtletrails.org, click on Basic Care Pruning. I wrote a big, long thing on how to retrain a crepe myrtle that has been damaged or butchered by topping and how to retrain it in a lovely form, and, and that would help you. Folks, I've loved this. Jared Taylor, nice job. Happy gardening.